going on? Los Angeles, welcome into the Rams Skinny here on the LA Football Network, live in the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. I'm your co-host, Ryan Dyer, joined as always by my man, Ryan Skinny T. Anderson, looking fresh out there in LA. I'm actually coming at you live from Colorado as I'm out here to cover this USC-Colorado game tomorrow, which should be great. But today we're talking all things Rams as they travel to the beautiful city of Indianapolis to take on the Colts. But first, Skinny T, happy Friday. How you doing, my brother? Oh, I'm doing just fine. I'm wearing my Twins hat. They are officially uh, Central Division champions going into the playoffs. They have not won a a playoff series since 2004. So, Fun fact. uh, We'll see. We'll see how how my Twins do in the playoffs. But football is on the brain today. Hey, but a Twins-Dodgers World Series would be a fun one. That'd be a fun... uh... That would be a lot of fun. I would actually get to see the Twins play in the World Series, which I... You know, I have not. I haven't seen them live anyway. 1991, last Minnesota uh, World Champions of, of any sport. Uh, maybe, maybe the the most beleaguered, saddened uh, fan base across all of sports. Uh, it's yeah. been 32 years since a World Championship has been in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota has a rough, especially when you think like like hockey. Like you think the Wild. Wild are always like good, but never great. And it's such a hockey town, and the Vikings are always in that kind of cusp. So yeah, tough fan base. But anyway. Talking Rams football here in LA. First, I got to say this. Indianapolis, you and I were there back in March for the combine. Fantastic. I don't know what you're going to call it. A big little town. We were hoping to go out for this game. Lucas Oil Stadium, I think, might be one of the most underrated stadiums. I don't know if it's technically underrated, but at least on my radar. It wasn't on my radar before. And just an awesome venue. Uh, It totally embodies the city. I know we talked about that a lot. We were hoping to make it out for this game. Our good buddy Zach lives out there, diehard Rams fan, so he'll be there. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm out in Colorado for the SC Colorado game and just traveling within three different States in a matter of 48 hours just wasn't in the, in the cards for me, but, uh, just want to give a shout out to the city of Indy cause it's a great, great football town. And, uh, I know the Rams fans that do travel out, will have a blast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really walkable area that downtown, uh, lot, lots of fun, lots of, uh, we, we've shouted out, uh, the, the slippery noodle several times. Uh, mm. if, uh, should have worn my shirt. What was I thinking? You know, I thought about switching into it, but I'm nice and cozy in my hoodie here. Yeah, <laughs> in, in well, my I, I didn't pack it, so that was that was bad. But you'll have to wear that on game day, maybe, just in honor of uh, this game. Wear the slippery noodle shirt. Yeah, um, yeah and then in other honors, uh, if you if you notice my my red complexion, I'm not doing my best Jim Ursay uh, impression here as we play the Colts. But we drove through the night, and I think I'm just still exhausted, and you know, took a shower. So uh, yeah, I looked a little red, but hey, everything is all good here. Health is okay, if anyone's concerned, which I'm sure they're not, but just so I'm to get it out there, because I do look extremely red, and and um, yeah, I'm not too drunk to taste this chicken, I'll just say that. But anyway, Colts, two and one. Pretty shocking, I think, considering what people maybe expected. You know, obviously not a great division there in the AFC South, but still two and one. And with that, one of those games without their starting quarterback and Anthony Richardson, Gardner Mercer went in and got the win in overtime against Baltimore. So this is not some pushover game by any means. Rams coming in at one and two, shocked the world in week one, played very resiliently in week two. And then week three looked a lot more like probably what a lot of the expectation was for this team. And, you know, me and you were very critical of Coach McVay and our, our live reaction, as everyone was, you know, about his play calling and kind of how stagnant the offense looked and whether that was an issue of personnel or more just the coach and the play calling. And, and so we don't need to get back into that because we spent a lot of time on it. But this is a big chance, Skinny T, for, for him to kind of 
get back to what we saw in week one and even week two and, and calling good games and calling games like we saw him call back in 17 and 18 and, and get away from this just pass happy mantra that he has. And, you know, our, our good buddy Chauncey wrote an article about the game and still one of my favorite lines. It's, I think it's circulating around the internet now, thanks to us promoting this, but if the Rams running game was a kid, Sean McVay essentially went out for cigarettes never to return and nothing <laughs> has ever been said more true in their 13 carries they had in a basically leading or one score game in Cincinnati. But last venting session before we move on, just any final thoughts on that before we kind of look of how they can build upon that and get better in this week. Well, you think about last week's game uh, playing against a hobbled uh, Joe Burrow playing it, playing a a close game, um, definitely a winnable, winnable game. And this one is too. Um, so it's just a matter of, uh, getting some of these W's, uh, when, when they're available to you. Um, you know, we, we talked a lot about how many, you know, what's the floor and what's the ceiling uh, of this team. And, you know, if, if you look back, actually that 49ers game was pretty winnable up until the last couple of interceptions, those two interceptions towards the end. And then last week, what there there is a world where there this is a three and O Rams team heading into this game, and yes. I would say this is this is an, another another winnable game, um, and so they just have to do everything they can to make sure that they are capitalizing on these opportunities, because um, that's what you know that's you know that's what Aaron Donald wants. You know he wants to win games. Um, that's what uh, these young these young guys need to experience is uh, kind of what what it's like to. Uh, play for a winning franchise so you know let's let's get these w's 100 100 so let's look at um look at this colts team before we dive into maybe some key matchups here and the rams go into this game as plus one or one point dogs if you will so almost a pick them but still the underdog as the road team it'll be a 10 a.m pacific time kickoff here and this colts team is doing things on offense that make myself maybe i'm an old geezer now smile and they're running the damn football 30 carries last week for zach moss against zach moss by himself five carries for trey sermon so 35 carries overall in a very good back and forth game against the baltimore ravens that they came out on top and so you expect that richardson's looking like he's gonna play but regardless he's a quarterback they're going to run the football. And if Richardson plays, they're probably going to run the football with the quarterback a little bit more too. So just your thoughts on the Rams run defense who, you know, got gashed here and there against Chris McCaffrey, who's not going to get gashed. I thought they played pretty well last week against Joe Mixon and their running game. Um, so how, how's your overall expectation for this Rams run defense against this Colts team that we know is going to run the football? Yeah, this is going to be challenged. Uh, if Richardson does play, you assume that he's going to, he's going to get some carries. Um, I, I mean, heading into it, you got to have a, a question. You, you know, in that first game that Richardson played, he, he kind of got banged up trying to punch in a touchdown late in that game, uh, hurt his knee a bit, I think. And then now uh, going through the concussion protocol, yep. you got to wonder if they're going to switch that up and, and try to protect this guy a little bit. And maybe he's learned his lesson that you can't really run through NFL linebackers like you could in college. Um, uh, you know, that's not how we got a, con- a concussion, but. Uh, uh, you know, so this is the, this defense is the, the Rams defense very first test at a extremely mobile quarterback. So that'll mm-hmm. be something interesting to see that we haven't seen uh, so far this year. That's really going to test the edges. That's going to, you know, and I'm not so worried about uh, Byron Young so much as uh, Michael Hoyt, who 
um, yeah. is, isn't as fast uh, along that edge. And they haven't had great, they haven't done a great job at setting the edge. So that's, that's, we're just talking Richardson there. Zach Moss has already had 210 yards in, in just two games that he's played. And he's also for 16 uh, missed tackles so mm-hmm. far. And, and the Rams have done an all right job in, in that territory. Um, but they have, uh, they, they've had some problems missing tackles, you know, just small, smaller secondary, younger guys, um, you know, getting tested. So, uh, you know, I think that's going to be, that's going to be the true test uh, in this game is if they can uh, contain, contain this run game. Yeah. Only four missed tackles uh, according to PFF last week. So uh you know, four is still four, but certainly not a terrible thing. When you look at their run defense overall, and again, we say many times PFF is not the end-all be-all, but when you look at their grades, they've actually gotten better week in and week out. 47 grade against Seattle, 62 grade against uh, the 49ers, and then a 67.2 grade uh, last week against the Bengals. So um, definitely something that hasn't improved, but I think they're going to be playing a run def- a run offense that, you know, obviously with Jonathan Taylor was in there, this would be a real even more concern when you look at Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor. Um, but Zach Moss is no slouch. And I think what's important that we've said now many times is that they'll commit to the run. So, you know, it's coming at you. Can you stop it? That's going to be their bread and butter. I think they only threw for like 180 yards last week with Gardner Rinshu. Um, Even when Richardson has played, they're not exactly lighting it up passing. They still are efficient. You know, we'll get to that in a second. But the run game certainly is what this defense is going to need a key on and and slow down in order to give them an opportunity and that also you know when you're facing a team that likes to run the football the time of possession becomes an issue and if you're looking at how Sean McVay and this offense played last week if you're only throwing the ball and you're going three and out or even six and out and you're you know stopping the clock a lot you're just giving that offense a lot of time to have the football to wear your defense down and to keep them on the field so let's pivot over now to the offense and how does this offense keep the Colts offense off the field? Cause that's what they're going to want to do. They're going to want to just run the ball down your throat, tire you out, wear you out. They went to overtime last week against Baltimore that Baltimore is the king of this wearing you out and running the football and the Colts beat them at their own game, getting that game to overtime and then winning it eventually. And that's what they're going to want to do against this Rams team. So how an offense should the Rams, I'm not saying they will, should the Rams counter that, uh, punching move in order to to kind of lay the haymaker on them. Well, what they can't do is rely completely on the passing game. This Colts team is sneaky, one of the best uh, pass rush teams in the league right now. Twelve sacks on the year. Um, that's uh, uh, third most in in the entire league. Um, Quiddy Pay's got six sacks. Uh, f- familiar name, Sam- Samson Ebicom. Ha- Ebicom mm-hmm. has uh, four sacks as well. DeForest Buckner, he's a uh, not practicing this week, um, but he has four sacks. We'll see if he's playing in this game. So dropping back and just kind of uh, uh, relying on on the pass game, even a quick pass game, um, these defenders are, are kind of scary in that regard. Um, so they're going to have to run the ball. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have to um, balance this offense out again and um, pick, up, uh, pick up yards that way, get first downs that way. Um, the, the, the Colts also have um, uh, Shaq Leonard still on this team. He has 17 forced fumbles in his five years playing. Uh, he had eight uh, in 2001 when last time he played a full season. Um, so that, that guy's a threat on that defensive line as well. Uh, you know, but where they are susceptible is in the secondary. And I think mm-hmm. that they just have to, um, you know, balance it with the run, but then 
getting back to Pukunakua, throwing over the middle, getting those short chunk gains and, and trying to pick up yak. Um, I think that's how this offense is, is going to function. Going back to the pass rush, though, um, Alaric Jackson has missed all of this uh, this week's practice, uh, and uh, Sean McVay has alluded to him not playing um, mm. in this game and maybe for a couple of weeks. And so, yeah, and, and last week, that's when, uh, that's when we saw um, the Bengals really catch up. Uh, the Bengals were um, – uh, blitzing and then once uh Larry jackson came out they were just getting home with four rushers um so there's going to be some shuffling are we going to see joe noteboom move out to left tackle and, and tremaine ingram come into guard um you know we talked about how well this offensive line has uh, uh played as as this as the five at everybody mm-hmm. at where they're playing now now we're shuffling that and we're seeing uh joe noteboom getting uh uh banged up a bit he had his uh, shoulder hurt um mm-hmm. and, and now he's uh, missed some practice with a, a knee injury so he's kind of banged up a little bit all over the place so that's got to be worrisome um yeah yeah no absolutely something to monitor and you know it, it seemed the beginning of the week it was trending like Alaric would play and now as you alluded to mentioned like they want, might hold him out so um that's huge it gets going this pass rush uh i had a counter question for you but real quick want to tell everyone about our friends over at prize picks prize picks is a skill-based real money daily fantasy sports game you pick two to six players of any game you can b- combine as many games as you want and if they will go more or less than their prize piss projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. It's legal in California. It's a blast to play. Um, and you can obviously win a lot of money. So if you go to prize picks right now, you can download the app or go to prizepicks.com. Use our promo code Rams L A F B. That's all one word Rams L A F B. You're going to, they're going to match your deposit up to $100. You put in a hundred bucks. They're going to give you a free hundred dollars to play with. So that's prize picks. Dot com. Download the app in the Apple or Google Play Store uh, and enter our promo code Rams L-A-F-B. Obviously, the rum game is what we want to see. We've mentioned it many times. All of Twitter has mentioned it countless times. When you look at Kyron Williams, who I think has played well and a lot of times at running back, you know, I, I saw some stats floating around about explosive plays or efficiency running the football, how he's been kind of under that mark. You know, we could we could argue that back and forth. In my opinion, as a running back, you need kind of that 15, 16, 17, 18 carries to just get a real lather going and really kind of get in a rhythm. And then you end up breaking one. You got to wear them down. You can't just expect, you know, 12 carries and two of those to be explosive plays. But regardless of that, how important is it, do you think, for the Rams and something like that to get another back involved? Uh, in this game specifically, you know, Kyron Williams, I believe, was the only back with a carry last week. Granted, it was only 13, but I think he was the only one that touched the ball. So how important is is Zach Evans if he's healthy to get the ball or Royce Freeman, who I they've you know dressed out or Ronnie Rivers, who they've called kind of RB2 since trading Cam Akers. So do you think this needs to just be the Kyron Williams shows? Give him 25, 30 touches, whether that's in the run game or the pass game, or do they need to get another back involved somewhat? You know, it seems like it would it would behoove them to do so. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 my hopes for Sean McVay in this regard are, are just to get at least one guy going, you know, if you get somebody in there, that's a change of pace uh, that they're not expecting. Hey, wow. Look at that. That might work. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Novel but, concept. Yeah. Um, and it's something they haven't really shown on tape. Uh, so catch, catch, uh, uh the Colts by surprise. Um, but you got to question the skill level of these guys. Um, 
I, I just, I, I would like, I'd like to get into Sean McVay's head a little bit and just to see like what it, what it is that he's thinking. Um, you know, he's, they've drafted running backs over and over and over again. Um, and it just hasn't worked out so far. Um, Kyron Williams is still kind of in good graces. Um, you know, there's been all these rumors about trades and, you know, acquiring Jonathan Taylor and, and, uh, you know, any, any disgruntled back, you know, just uh, take your pick. And, uh, there's been rumors about it and, um, you know, you look at what the San, San Francisco 49ers turned into after they got Christian McCaffrey. And you got to think that McVay is still has that in the back of his head of, you know, what could this offense be with an elite back? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw it, you know, we saw it with uh, Todd Gurley. Um, it, w- it was fantastic. And we just haven't seen anything like that. So, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not holding my breath, I guess is the, sh- the short answer. To that question. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just say this and, you know, the Rams, Nothing they do would surprise me because that's the the name of the game since Les Snead and Sean McVay have been there. But Jonathan Taylor would be so fun to watch in this offense. He would obviously would make this offense better, so I'm not denying that at all. But I think trading for him would be a huge step backwards for what they want to accomplish in this remodel year going into 2024 because all indications and reports are the Colts are basically not backing down from at least a first-round pick. And so they basically put the bar so high that they never would trade him because no one would be silly enough to offer that for a running back. And so... I would be not, I don't want to say upset, but I definitely would be a little um, uh, disappointed, I guess, if the Rams treaded backwards and gave up another first or even two firsts for a, a running back that might give them one or two really, really good seasons. And then you know how the running back market goes. So um, yeah. I'll, I'll just say this, but we're up against the clock already, as always. Uh, every time we're on radio, obviously these episodes go fast. So thank you all for hanging out. Give me uh, one or two real key matchups, Skinny, that you're looking for in this game. You know, we didn't really talk about Michael Pittman, but obviously a great receiver, former USC alumni, and, and he'll be matched up. You know, we would think either with Akella Witherspoon or Darion Kendrick. Um, you look at, you know, we haven't even mentioned Puka Nakua's name or Tutu Atwell are both quite great going against their secondary. So just give me one or two matchups that you're kind of looking forward to in this one. Yeah, I think that this could be a big 2-2 Atwell game uh, because, as I said before, the, the Colts secondary is their weak link on defense. Um, and so if they can, if McVay can scheme some stuff for 2-2 Atwell, um, we saw that just beautiful, speedy uh, kind of, um, uh, I, I don't even know what you call that. It's not an end around, but um, something like that. where Like a jet sweep in a way, jet toss, I guess. Yeah, and I looked on NetGen's stats to see if he registered in that kind of 22 mile an hour range, and he was that wasn't even his top speed yet. So let's see some that, and then also just getting him streaking downfield. If we can create some time for Stafford, um, I think that would be a huge key to this game. I don't think it's going to be high high scoring. Um, uh, I think that uh, it's going to be some field goals uh, for the Colts, uh, just because this, uh, Rams defense has always been able to kind of backstop themselves. Um, so, um, just a new update, uh, Richardson's status just went from questionable to healthy. So I think he's going to, that's, that's a go on, on that. Um, yep. so I think two, two at well versus whoever they're going to try to cover him. Yeah. What a world we're in that two, two hours are our key of the game now. I mean, yeah. so happy for the young man and the work he's put in and it's so fun to see him in this offense now. So for me, and we talked about it a bunch already, so I won't die too much, but it's going to be this offensive line against that pass rush and, you know, keeping staff Stafford healthy and upright, hopefully getting a running game going, which will help keep Stafford upright, but whoever's playing left tackle, if it's not a Larry Jackson, whether they slide no boom or, or give that young man a shot, you know, they're going to have their hands full with this pass rush. So got to be that offensive line, whoever makes up the five, 
going against, as you alluded to, this sneaky good Colts pass rush is going to be a huge factor in if the, the Rams can win this game. So with that, give me your score prediction. Rams come out two and two, or are they drop in the one and three? I think they come out uh, two and two. I think the score is going to be uh, it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be uh, twenty to seventeen. Like it? Yeah, I agree. I think they get out of this out of Indy with a win. They need it badly, and I think McVeigh is going to make a lot of good corrections from all the criticisms he got this week and get that offense going. Defense has been playing well, and I don't think there's any there's there's good players on the Colts, but nothing where they're going to put up massive numbers. So Colts won last week, I think 22, 19 in overtime. I'm going to go with the same score. Rams win 22, 19 at Lucas oil stadium, get back in the win column and go two and two. Anything else skinny to add before we sign off pro football reference has Kyron Williams as the third highest in their uh, success rate uh, metric, 61 and a half percent of the time he's successful. Um, and he's in, in some really good categories. You know, you think of the best backs out there right now. He He's third highest. So, Hey, 60% of the time it works every there time. So <laughs> just keep giving Kyron Williams the ball. Obviously we've seen uh, Stafford for whatever reason. And I think it's more for a pass rush, but it actually is most inaccurate when trying to hit Kyron Williams in the flat. So hopefully we can get that figured out. Cause there's a lot of space out there sometimes that they just haven't been able to connect. Um, but yeah, I want to see a big game out of Kyron Williams and I'm excited to see it. So with that being said, that's all the time we have for the Rams skinny. I'm Ryan Dyer joined as always by Ryan skinny T Anderson. Hopefully everyone has a blessed weekend. Thank you all for getting out with us. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, RL Anderson, LAFB, Ryan Dyrud, LAFB or LAFB network, like, and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you are watching or listening. Have a great weekend. Everyone enjoy the game. We'll probably do a live reaction or, or something close to it right after. If not, we'll be back Monday for another episode of Rams Skinny.